According to Barna, 95% of all Christians have never won a soul to Christ. Let's change the stat. Welcome to GoCast, a podcast designed to inspire and equip pastors and leaders to lead soul-winning churches. We have a mission to go and make disciples. This is GoCast. Hey everyone, welcome to GoCast. I'm your host, Kelly Stickle, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Tim Tribble. Welcome back, Tim. It's been a little little while. It's been quite the year. It's It's been an interesting <laughs> year. We have this big, I don't know, something in between us here, and we had to cut season one a little bit short because of something called COVID. I'm not sure if anyone's heard of that or not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you all have, and we are so done with it all. But yes. we had to cut our, our season one short, and so we are launching and excited about season two. But before we get into season two, we have a couple of episodes to finish off season one. And first up on the docket is my friend, Pastor Juan Rodriguez, who pastors a church in Puerto Rico, planted it in January 2020. What a year to plant right. a church. <laughs> uh, but he's an amazing guy. Church is doing great. And uh, this is a great interview. Can't wait to get it. He, in, in particular, he talks about uh, the call of God and why he felt called to to a plant in Puerto Rico and to plant a church in, in many opportunities, but he chose to plant a church in Puerto Rico. And ended up having a mega church on the first day. Yeah, and just took and took off. Yeah, it's it's a big deal. So he's he's an amazing, amazing guy. Great interview. But in in reference to the call of God, what do you remember the moment you felt the call of God on your life? Um, yeah, I think it was a time we were in uh, a city that I grew up in, in Penticton, BC, and I was leading worship at that point. And I just come out of a season in my life where I was singing for my own personal gain and hoping for the applause of people. And, uh, just in a worship set, I just felt God shift my perspective and say, like, you're going to like, you're going to use this gift for me now. And it was just, it, it happened in a moment, but I'll never forget it. Wow. It's one of those times, like when the call of God's there, like it's hard to explain to, can't to anybody yeah. else, but you know that, you know, that, you know, yes, that that's there. And for me, it happened when I was 12 years old. Uh, I was actually at a, a youth meeting. I know I'm, I can remember where I was. Uh, what it looked like, the place I was in the building of the church I was in at. And I just felt all of a sudden just uh, just something hit my heart real that I was called to to ministry. Wow. And it, it is difficult to explain because I knew yes. that I knew that I knew that was what God called me to do. And it was difficult to explain to my parents even who wanted me to get a trade or to, to go to university or something else. And I was like, nah, I, I feel like I'm supposed to go into ministry. And mm. they, they're like, yeah, that doesn't pay well. That doesn't, <laughs> that's not going to, that's not much of a future. And, and yet, uh, yet here we are. And, and just when you know, you know, yeah. and oftentimes the call of God does look strange to people on the outside. Oftentimes the call of God requires us to lay down obvious opportunities that would look like an easier path, but mm -hmm. often uh, the call of God, well, not often, always the call of God is God's best and, and works out in ways that we didn't even see when we took that initial step. So true. And one story is just like that. Yep. So without further ado, here's my interview with Juan Rodriguez from Puerto Rico. Hey Juan, welcome to GoCast. So good to see you, my friend. Hey man, great, great to be here. So excited. Thank you. Yeah, so good, man. So okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself 
and how you got uh, started in this whole ministry gig. Well, so, um, I mean, for me, it was uh, when I was 17 years old, you know, uh, yeah. I was raised in the Northeast. Uh, I'm originally from Puerto Rico, was born in Puerto Rico, uh, about a year old. Uh, my parents moved up to the Northeast. So so lived in New York City, uh, Pennsylvania, Westchester area. And then a lot, a lot of my life was in Delaware. Um, and at 17 years old, um, when I was about to open up a nightclub, which, which is crazy, that's exactly the moment that Christ uh, came into my life. Um, Two months after I got saved, uh, preached my very first message, got really into the Word of God, really started, you know, seeking Him. Became a youth pastor, um, and and then just just continue to follow God. You know, so it was just a just an amazing part of my life. Is is that so cool. is that transformation? You know, of you know a guy that you know was desiring to open up a nightclub, uh, and now is is doing everything, living everything, every every ounce of my life I got, I live it for Jesus. So good. Well, you and I met uh, for the first time at a conference in Florida uh, a, yeah. a while back and, and instantly connected. I don't know if you felt that way. I instantly connected with you. I thought, man, this guy is is too cool. We had a lot of fun at the conference and hanging out and, and getting to know you. But, man, you were in the process at that time. You were in the process of planning the church that you just launched. So <laughs> at the time of this recording, all right, we are like two days after launch day of Arise Church in Puerto Rico. So, man. Yeah. Launch was crazy. So tell us a little bit about the church. Yeah. So yeah, Arise Church uh, is like you said, two days old uh, now officially <laughs> uh, that we're having churches on, a church on Sunday. Uh, but, yeah. but the truth is, I mean, this is something that's been birthed uh, for well over a year. Uh, something that God has been working on. We've been kind of perfecting. But uh, but this past Sunday we had our very sur- first service here in Dorado, Puerto Rico, uh, and uh, God did an absolutely amazing thing we had 262 people uh show up at our very first service we literally had a completely packed house there was no (laughs) seats left and here's the kicker here's here's my favorite part out of all of this 27 people gave their lives to jesus that's and and that's not just raise hands that's 27 people that not only raise your hand but took the time to write a connection card i am choosing jesus you know, so wow. it's, it's it's like extra dedication in it. You know, yeah, yeah, so that, that was uh, that, that that was pretty exciting way to start. You know, that is so good. That is that's amazing. And I mean, a little for those who don't know a little bit about Puerto Rico. I mean, that's uh, that's a mega church in Puerto Rico. Like, like that that <laughs> doesn't just happen, right? I mean, that's that's big. Yeah, no, uh, there's there's see, Puerto Rico's a place. And actually, there's per, per capita, Puerto Rico is one of the places in the world that has the most churches. But there's a lot yeah. of very small churches. Um, Many of them don't make it past 10 to 15, 20 people, you know, yeah. um, so to, to have that amount of people at one time, it's, it's an absolute miracle. Um, there's pastors who have been pastoring for 30 years um, and, and have never seen a crowd like that. And for God to allow us to see that, I mean, truly humbles us. Um, I mean, we, we, we truly have put in a lot of blood, sweat and tears uh, to make this possible. Um, and, and I believe that God honored that. God, God honored us, you know, um, taking the time to to meet our culture to to meet our people to to take time for people and that when we finally launch after being here and planning and preparing he opened the doors and worked on hearts for it to happen 
Yeah, so good. We'll get into all the the, the nitty gritties and the blood, sweat, and tears. I would like to dig into that a little <laughs> bit more before we do that. So tell us what led you. I mean, besides being born in Puerto Rico, I mean, you never, uh, you didn't, I mean, you spent a very short time there as, as a child. But why yeah. why planting a church in Puerto Rico? Because you had the opportunity to plant anywhere in the U.S. if you wanted to. Absolutely. Why, yeah. why, why come back to Puerto Rico? It was crazy um, because, uh, I mean, I, I graduated from uh, Highlands College, you know, uh, yeah. in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and like I said, I, ha- I had a ton of opportunity. I had, had churches literally from all over the country that I was interviewing with, uh, some amazing churches, great opportunities, great pastors. Uh, and I wouldn't feel it, you know. Um, and I was like, God, what is it? Why, why are you not opening this door? Um, and, and having some conversations with some people, you know, about the Latino church. Um, and then, um, greatest part of all was, was God. Um, I, I remember it was August 22nd. I'm sitting, uh, on my porch and, uh, I'm reading this book, spiritual leadership by, uh, Oswald Sanders. Uh, there's a yeah. portion of the book that said, do not let your inadequacy stop you from the calling that God has on your life. Wow. And man, yeah. I, I read that, that portion and, uh, and it broke me down. I literally was in tears. And in that moment, I, I, I mean, I'm not the kind of guy that says, well, I heard the voice of God, but this is one time that I can say, I, I felt the spirit of God say to me, I called you to be a pastor and you keep trying to do other things, you yeah. know? And, and I, and I just, I just couldn't contain myself. I was just like, God, only you, only you. Yeah. And, um, and my wife was taking the kids to school. And, uh, when she got home, I tell her this and, you know, those of us who have amazing, smart, beautiful wives, which I'm blessed to have, um, which is which most of the times they're all knowing. And uh, she said to me, I know, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, like you could have told me, you know, I mean, I'm sitting here praying, God, what do you want for my life? And you knew the whole time, you know, <laughs> um, so, uh, so, <laughs> but, but it was great because she said, yeah, I, I, I know. And, and I know that you've known that God, God has called you, but now is the time. Now is the mm. moment. Um, at that time, we weren't sure it was Puerto Rico. Uh, the only thing we knew is that, God has uniquely prepared us to, to be an impact in the Latino community. Uh, you know, m- both my wife and I are flu- fluent English Spanish speakers. Um, we are, we're, we're culturally, uh, both, uh, you know, I mean, I, I can hang out with, 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 with any culture and be and, and understand because I, I was, I was blessed to be around so many cultures as I was growing up, you know, and, and, you know, my, 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 my parents are, are, are true, true, true blooded Puerto Ricans. Uh, so that means we have family at our house every weekend. And I mean, every weekend we were partying, having fun, um, yeah. food galore. Uh, you I was know, just going to say, I was like, I was just going to say that that means there has to be some good food going on there. Ooh, yeah, man. Listen, man. <laughs> some of the best food in Puerto Rico, in the world is from Puerto Rico. Just saying, not that I'm biased, <laughs> but I might be, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um. So, so you know, Puerto Rico wasn't on our mindset in the moment. We just said, God, how can we make uh, the biggest impact in a place where, where you have uniquely uh, called us, not only the calling, but also the, 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 the life. Sometimes, I mean, I, I believe that your life prepares you for your calling. So God will allow yes. certain things in your life to happen so that you can use that for your calling, you know, yeah. and every aspect of our life, you know, things that I consider to be failures were actually preparation for what God was doing. Um, things that things things that hurt were preparation for what God was going to use to touch others. Um, and uh, as we were looking through this, I started looking at stats, and um, we're part of a network called ARC, Association of Related Churches. Uh, 
and we were looking on their website and saying, I wonder if there's, my wife said to me, I wonder if there's any life-giving churches in Puerto Rico. Um, and we were looking and we we're like, hmm, let's look at ARC's website. And we looked and we we're like, didn't find anything. And we just did some Google searches, couldn't find anything. We're like, wow, that's crazy. There's not a, there's a lot of churches in Puerto Rico, but you know, churches that want to help people take next steps and, and help people be free from their past and, and help people, you know, you know, discover their, their, their eternal purpose in Christ. And like, I didn't see a lot of that. Um, mm. so, so we kind of jokingly said, I wonder, imagine if God would send us to Puerto Rico. We both laughed it off. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the, the crazy thing was, and then God started working on both our hearts separately. Um, for me, it was all logistics, you know. Yeah. Uh, Puerto Rico has 3.5 million people. Uh, there's more people in Puerto Rico than there is in than 20 other states in the U.S. Yeah, wow. You know, and Puerto Rico is only 100 miles wide by 35 miles tall. Um, wow. You know, the, the median household income is only $19,000. 44% of the people here live below the poverty line. Um, and, and I'm like, God, if, if you want me to go to a place where there's a lot of need, Lord, there, this is this is it, you know. Uh, and for my wife, it was completely spiritual. You know, I'm thinking about logistics and numbers and all that for her. Yeah. She's like in the car taking the kids to school and it's literally crying, you know. And, and she says she, 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 she was crying, not like a regular cry. She was crying like from the... From, from her insides, like from, from deep down inside of her. She said that the tears felt like they welled up from inside of her and would come up. Wow. Uh, it was just completely, completely uh, an emotional thing. And she said she was like crying for the needs of the people. How can we make it? We, 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 we've learned so much. We've been through so much to be able to make an impact. Um, and and that, that, all, that, that whole thing was happening separately. You know, I was going wow. through my thing. She was going through her thing. Uh, and then we came together one day. We were hanging out. And uh, I said, honey, uh, I can't get Puerto Rico out of my head. I can't get Puerto Rico out of my heart. And then she starts crying. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. You're crying. Now you have to talk about it. You can't just leave me like this. Um, and uh, it was crazy because then she was, after about three to five minutes of her crying, she couldn't stop. Um, she finally <laughs> finally said, I can't get Puerto Rico out of my heart either. And that's when wow. I knew. I was like, all right, God, this is it. You're calling us to Puerto Rico. That's so good, man. That's so yeah. okay. So there's, I know there's somebody that's listening that God is starting that process, or God's working there, and they're fighting the call, and they're they're wrestling yeah. with what their call is. All right. So for the perspective, church plant planter, take us from that moment where you knew, okay, we're called. It's to Puerto Rico. We're gonna plant a church. Take us from that moment to to where you are now. Just launch the church, and yeah. your strategy and kind of that journey. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing when we say yes to God's call. Um, I, I think a lot of us lack in that 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 faith to do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. hard. Uh, you know, for us, we're Puerto Rican. It's our culture, but it's still. I lived here when I was a year old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. my culture was an extension of Puerto Rico in the states. You know what I mean? So we still. I understood that. You know what Acapulco was, bacalaitos, and all that stuff. And everyone who's listening right now on your podcast is in Puerto Rican. There, Puerto Rico. They are literally, there's probably jewel coming out of their mouth right now, and I'm sorry, you know what I mean? I was, uh, my mouth started watering, and I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not Puerto Rican. <laughs> hey, Puerto Rico has some of the best roast pork in the world, I'm telling you. Yes, uh, yeah. Oh, man, so I, I digress. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, it, it, but it, it's, it's scary. It really is, because you're like, God, you know, I'm stepping out, you know, and I, I'm going to a place where 
where there's some difficulties, there's some hardships, you know, and we weren't going to a place that had a great median household income that had a great place where, you know, to, to raise your family. It's going to be perfect. Great school systems. You know, we're going to Puerto Rico and it's difficult. You know, Puerto Rico is absolutely beautiful, has some of the, the, the nicest and, and most friendly people in the entire world. Uh, I, I mean, to, to be the way it is, it was named, I think it was in 2011, named one of the, one of the friendliest places on earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's true. You're going to find a friend anywhere. You're going to you're going to be stopping at the gas station, meet your best friend. You know, what I mean, just out of nowhere, um, you know, but there's also some hardships and you have to be able to, to, to receive the joy and receive the hardship, you know, um, because they go they come hand in hand. Uh, so for us, it was a lot of, OK, God, let's get some confirmation. And uh, yeah. I want to make sure that this is not just me. I want to make sure make sure this is you. So for, for us, we saw tons of confirmation leaders in our lives hey this is this is you know a very hard strong emotional call you know do you do you see, do you think this is right you know um and for us we saw uh confirmation from five leaders over our lives you know it's mm. our pastor that's uh mentors that i had seen in my in my life people that had just studied uh my life and i had seen like they, they had seen my walk so I, I just went up i said look i really respect your opinion i respect your leadership tell me if this is me, you from a, that, that have seen me, not even directly under me, but have seen me leading in this congregation, leading at this church, what do you see? Do you think this is this is God? And and I did that. I saw uh, confirmation from people in my life and those I had just seen on the outside of my life just to make sure that it wasn't just people I was in relationship with, but somebody who, who was a little bit outside that can confirm what, what it was. Um, That's so, so it was, wise. It was, yeah, and it, it, it really... It was funny because my wife and I said, we're just waiting for somebody to say no. We're just waiting for somebody to say no. We can just chill. We can relax and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like that, man. It was like every single person, every single person said, yeah, Juan, this is it. This is you. And, uh, you know, and the same thing with my wife. This is this is you. You're ready for this. You're ready for this. So um, and, and that's exactly what we did. You know, we saw we saw counsel. And, uh, and like I said, this is this. This is not easy. But from the moment that we said yes to God, the doors that he has opened have been bigger than any door that I could ever open myself. You know, there's nothing that I could have done to open the doors that God has opened from the moment we said yes to his call. That's so good. That that's there's so much wisdom in what you just said and I just want to just capture it for a moment. Uh, yeah. because you you and your wife, I mean together, I mean you first individually received the 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 call and that confirmation personally. Yeah. Uh, then you checked with your wife so that there was unity between the two of you and got the call yeah. just as a couple. But then you went out and you got confirmation from leaders that you respect and that you that you've allowed to speak into your life spiritually and got their endorsement. That's so, so yeah. vital. And the reason why that's vital is because of my next question, which is. Uh, I'm sure it's been all so easy and there's not been any hiccups and there's been no problems in this whole planning it's process. Cake. It's been so smooth. There hasn't been any panic moments whatsoever, which we, as a, I've planted churches, I know that's a fault. <laughs> I'm seeing your reaction going, yeah, that's, that's a, that's not true at all. I mean, there's some big struggles yeah, exactly. that come away and there's, there's moments where you're like, we've missed it. This is crazy. This is not going to work, yeah. but it's, it's now you're able to, because you, got the confirmation from God yourself. You took time to do that. You're confirmed as a couple. Uh, and now you got, you got five leaders that have spoken your life and confirmed that you can lean on that. Now, when you hit the roadblock and saying, this isn't going to work. Absolutely. Am I right? I, I, absolutely. You know, it, there's been so many times. I mean, here's the thing. We moved to Puerto Rico, uh, the 4th of June, uh, 
from the 4th of June, we have had a political uprising that ousted the governor. Um, yeah. You know, there was a time there was 800,000 people marching against the, to, 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 for the governor to resign. Uh, which yeah. he ended up after 14 days of, 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 of protesting, resigning, which, by the way, is, is a testament to, to democracy where 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 people, you know, there, there was there was there was some issues, but generally it was very peaceful, uh, you know, and people saying, hey, we don't we don't we don't want this. But it was still I mean, it held up the the, the, the whole island for 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 days wow. for day. you couldn't go anywhere. Uh, you know, it was it was, you know, you didn't know businesses were closed. Um then we had some hurricanes that 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 yep. just just luckily luckily just skimmed the parts of the island and was not nowhere near as bad as yep. Maria was. But the tensions were up there because after having the, everyone who had lived through Maria, as soon as you hear the word hurricane, you're in automatically oh my god mode. Like help me, yep. Lord, help me. You know uh, yep. because you lived through the worst devastation in American history. I think it's in, in cost. It was like one of the t- within the top ten most devastating. Yep. Uh, natural disasters in America. Um, the, the hard part about that is 54% of people in America don't even know that Puerto Rico is part of America. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, that's um, a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then after that, um, we, we, we had, uh, since uh, I think it was mid-December, Puerto Rico has been rocked with, uh, with almost 2,000 earthquakes. Uh, many very small, but some as high as uh, as six. Uh, on wow, the I knew scale. I knew of two of them. I knew the two big ones, but I was like, two thousand. Yeah, it has been. It's uh, it's it's what they call a earthquake swarm. Uh, yeah. So the earth literally is trembling, you know, several times a day. So some of them are very small. One point on the Richter scale that you can barely feel. Uh, two, four, I mean, and, and then it goes up to six. And, you know, and, and so it's one of the things that has had the country on edge. Uh, you know, so it's been it's been uh, I mean, this is all through this. We're trying to launch a church. You know what I mean? So <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to have fun. Hey, come on, come out to our startup event. You know, we're like, we're going to they're going to die. There's an earthquake, you know, uh, <laughs> Wow. you know, uh, but but, you know, for for us, uh, I mean, that that's part of it, you know, um, we're trusting God that God's going to do something amazing. We're trusting God. And, and just like you said, because we had that confirmation, you know, um, when fear creeps in, when hardships creep in, we're like, but God, God yeah. called us. Not only did he call us, he confirmed it. He prepared us. He, he, he has put so many things that we can't, we, we like now it's to the point that when a hardship comes up, we're like, Oh, God's got this, you know, yeah, yeah. you'll see, you'll see, yeah. you know, matter of fact, you know, one of the one of the things that we 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 had we so we launched Sunday, um, yeah. And through this whole time, we had issues with the air conditioning unit not working. And we live in Puerto Rico, people. You know what I mean? <laughs> we need AC on launch day. That, that's our biggest not... problem in Canada, too. By the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially this time of year in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's rough. It must be rough, man. Listen, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's air conditioning. You, you can that's at least, if, and when it gets really hot, just bring some snow from outside and bring it inside. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we, um, so, so like we actually, the, the, the air conditioning unit was fixed, fin- finished, ready to go Sunday morning. I mean, wow. it was, we okay, were so back, I mean, back that up a bit because you and I have been in conversation over, over the last number of months about this yeah. thing. Like, like it was a battle to just get a location before you even had the air conditioner issue. I mean, it was a fight to find the right location. Oh yeah, it it was absolutely crazy, man. Like we 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 
got here in June and I had been looking for for a location like June 5th. You know, we started immediately yeah. uh, looking at places, trying to set meetings up. And uh, let me tell you, man, we live in the Caribbean and uh, Island Standard Time is a real thing. You know, <laughs> people will get back to you eventually, you know. <laughs> uh, so 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 we, we you know, and, and, and me, I'm, I'm, I'm a go, go, go kind of guy. And, uh, you know, so it was just like, okay, I'm going to have some peace at this. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. We're going to get through. We're going to do this. Um, but man, and then one month went by and two months went by and three months went by. And I'm like, oh my God, God, you got to do something. God, we had a launch day of January 26, no matter what, you know? And, and, you know, a lot of churches, they launch in movie theaters, very common. Uh, we had the local movie theater give us a quote of $8,000 a month to rent it from six to noon on Sunday mornings. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so, just uh, put that in perspective. You talked about the poverty level in, in Puerto Rico. So, I mean, this is this is not, I mean, most of the people you're going to reach are going to be yeah. below the poverty line. And then, I mean, paying $8,000 a month rent for any startup church anywhere in America or Canada <laughs> is going to be next to impossible. But I mean, Absolutely. that's, that's. I mean, that's multiplied by hundreds when, you, when you're talking about Puerto Rico. Yeah, wow. I mean, the average the average average movie ticket at this theater costs six dollars and twenty five cents. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like when I lived in the states, that was like what nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, price, exactly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, so it was it was one of those things, man. And um, and the location that we got, uh, we actually signed the lease on the fifth of December. Um, you know, so it was like last minute that now now here's here's a crazy thing though we got one of the our location is on one of the most traveled roads in puerto rico it literally just drive is right in front of us so we can and we're right on the on on the exit of a major thoroughway so it's very easy for us to say hey we're on this major major uh expressway right here and everyone knows exactly where it is so it's i mean it was even better than we felt that's but so good. The, we needed to do a lot of work. Uh, we yeah. worked lots of nights. I mean, uh, the day before launch, uh, we left the church at 2.30 in the morning. I went home, <laughs> took about in a one-hour nap, then got ready, started getting prayed up, getting, you know, getting into, you know, just going over my notes, super nervous, like, okay, God, okay, God, okay. Uh, and all right, we got to get Isn't up. that the Everybody biggest rush? What's that's that? the biggest rush. That's the biggest rush of any sermon you will ever preach. I, I planted a church, and the biggest rush of any sermon I've ever preached anywhere. I don't care preaching it, you know, to thousands at a conference. It doesn't compare to realizing to doing that first sermon in a yeah. church plant, realizing, realizing that all 262 people are are judging whether they're going to come and make this church their home on this one message, and you're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. It was, no pressure. It was That's great. Oh. Yeah, it yeah was, that's a big no pressure, rush. No pressure whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And for me, you know, it was like, you know, so, so we're we're a bilingual church. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're preaching in Spanish, uh, and we have translation going on to people with headphones into English. You know, so I'm like, is is am I preaching good? But how's my translator doing at the same time? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. but yeah, man. But it, it was crazy because. In this building, I mean, what you see behind me is 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 a wall in our foyer, um, yeah. and literally we put up a uh, kids' room. Uh, this this wall is behind me, the foyer. We did walls in the in the sanctuary to separate where the bathrooms were. Uh, put you know, did all new electrical work, put LED lights in because it was a bunch of old light. 
fix. I mean, it, it, like people, when, when, when we signed the contract, our landlord yeah. says, so when are you guys thinking of starting? March, April? I said, January 26th. And he laughed. He <laughs> legit laughed, like a belly laugh, you know, like, <laughs> like, no, man, I'm serious. And he just kept laughing. I was like, okay, stop, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but, you know, wow. man. And it was, you know, what was amazing, though, was to see, be able to rally our team, you know, our team, man, I can't say enough about this team that, I mean, worked so, so late, uh, worked so hard, and, I mean, just knocked it out of the park because they saw this vision of Arise Church, you know what I mean? And we just kept challenging them, hey, guys, you can do this, and, man, it was so great. I mean, it was great to see all the faces of the new people that came in on Sunday, but it was also so great to see the faces of our team. I mean, because they were they were lit up seeing what they had done and been a part of. It was amazing. So good. Okay, so tell me about somebody that you met on some Sunday whose life got changed. That you're sitting there going, okay, all this work is behind us. All the prayer, yeah. all the stress, all of the all of what you just you know, the late nights, you know, all of those things behind us that made all of that worthwhile. Because I know there's there's at least one. There's probably there's a lot more, oh, but there's man. at least one that you're like, okay that was worth it yeah yeah it's crazy like you said there, there there's several um but but one that that i mean like i said several i mean from from seeing little kids just just with this joy on their face just happy to be in church happy to be in kids church um and, and parents hugging their kids like wow you had fun at church that's awesome um yeah but but the one that that truly marked me uh, i mean and, and even teenagers man teenagers come to say pastor this church is cool i like this you know what i mean it was great you know uh, but there was a lady that came up to me um, and she's actually the mom of one of our, of our, our team members. Um, she, she was a pastor for 20 years. Um, and, and she came up to me with tears in her eyes and said, Pastor, you don't understand. I, I, I've been a minister for him for over 20 years, and I was about to give up on church. Wow. I was like, and she was like, I thought, I thought, I thought there was nothing else. I thought, I thought no one could, 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 could do and reach people and, and to walk in here and see a packed house with all generations and, and, and people happy, she says, I, I couldn't believe it. You gave us hope. Again. You gave me hope again. You gave me hope that the church was alive. Uh, and I mean, just tears, tears in her high. I mean, so here is a, a general of the faith, somebody who had yeah. been pastoring for years and, and she was ready to give up. So this is a pastor yeah. with so much faith in God ready to give up. How many people yeah. would be the same you know yeah. um and for her to have faith man it gave us faith that there's going to be others you know that are like that 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 may not, may not have had the the pastoral strength to be able to know his word and to be able to get in it get get get, get that foundation um you know but to be able to just say wow I, it's just like a breath of fresh air you know so that's what we're believing for that's so good that's yeah. awesome. All right, so let's look. Let's look uh, forward now. What are what are what's your plan now? What are you focusing on for the next three months or, or even the next year? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the cool thing is, I mean, we worked so hard uh, just for launch that I'm gonna take a one year sabbatical. Um, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> hit the beach. <laughs> hit the beach. Yeah, as we Puerto Rico, yeah. we have great beaches. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Everybody, hey, see you on next. See you on next year for our yeah. second service. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, Man, the, the, the thing, the, the 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 thing on my mind right now, the biggest thing is team. You know, we want to yeah. build a team. You know, uh, so we have a strong team. Um, but to be able to to be a blessing to our community, the way that we want to be a blessing to our community, we need to continue to build out our team. So our my, my my number one thing personally 
is to invest in my team, spend time with them, grow them, help them. Uh, I mean, we're literally, you know, while we're while we're doing this, uh, my wife is working on an invitation that we're sending out to our team because we want to we want to celebrate them. So we're hanging out with them and just loving on them and just just encouraging them. You know, so so number one thing on my plate right now is 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 loving, loving, encouraging, equipping our team, you know, so that they can continue to do the work that God has called them to along with what God has put on our hearts, you know. Uh, and the other thing for us is getting out in this community. You know, we're, we're really big on, on we want to serve this community. Uh, Puerto Rico is going through a lot right now. Um, yeah. And uh, we've, we've been looking at the situations. We've been uh, praying strategically how we can make the best impact in our community. Um, so and, and it's just it's just that we want to love on our community. We want to build our team to be able to receive the community that comes in broken, hurt and busted and disgusted, uh, you know. We want to be able to 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 create avenues for them to get to connect with the church, you know, and, so and for good. us, I mean, we have we have we have a process, you know, we, we want yeah. people to to I mean, I mean, you probably heard this before, you know, we want people to know God, we want people to find freedom, we want people to discover the purpose, we want them to make a difference, you know, yeah. so trying to get people to go through that process you know, and to, to grow and, and to, to develop that relationship with God so they can then impact someone else. You know, that's the biggest thing for us right now. So good. Awesome. So, I mean, I, I know that Puerto Rico's going through a lot. You, you'd mentioned that, and, and there's a lot yeah. of things going on. I mean, not just what's gone on in the last year, but, I mean, just they're still in recovery mode from, from you know, the massive devastation of hurricanes years ago. So, yeah. What role do you see the church playing in the nation as a whole uh, and mm-hmm. for some of the big needs that are are very visible everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's that's like the, the church has to, to get in a different mindset sometimes, you know, and yeah. uh, there's uh, I mean, and I spoke about this in Florida when, 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 where we met. You know, there's a difference mm-hmm. between relief and restoration um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and the church a lot of times is in a relief mindset. Um, it's like, you know, let's take some, take, let's take some bottles of water, let's take some food and, you know, Hey, hope you're fine. You know? Um, and, and the crazy thing is right now with all this earthquakes that are happening, even not only the church, but the community as a whole is in, is in a mindset of hurricane. Uh, but we went down and just, and, and try to find out and discover what the needs were. And the need that we noticed was the biggest need was emotional. I mean, mm. so, so the people that are going through these earthquakes right now, uh, and we feel it here. It's this constant fear of when's the next earthquake. Uh, so people right. are literally sleeping outside of their homes. So their house is there, and they're sleeping. There's a there's an empty lot across the street, and they're sleeping in the empty lot. You know, so they're during the day they'll wow. go in their home because they feel like they can run out. But at night, I, they they feel like they can't sleep in their homes in case an wow. earthquake hits and they get they get crumbled. You know, while they're there. Um, so there's there's this this huge tension that's happening. Um, so, so for us, the church has to respond differently. The church has to look at ways how they can respond that is, you know, bringing an emotional uh, and spiritual yeah. support to people. Yeah. You know, so uh, there's a lot of people like, hey, how, you know, we, 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 can, we can send trucks of water. I'm like, well, they're not thirsty. You know, they're just, they're just, they're just, they just need somebody to talk to. They, they need yeah. somebody to listen and they need somebody to pray with them. Um, yeah. And on top of that, there's because some people's houses are perfectly fine. It's just fear that they have. And other people, I mean, the, the, the work that they need is, I mean, they literally need a new home, you know. Um, mm. But this is, there, there's, there's thousands of people on the island that, from Maria, still need a new roof, you know. Wow. Um, wow. So for us, part of that looks like, you know, partnering with organizations that we can help the efforts that they've already began. Um, and, and, and partner with people that are going to be able to make a longer lasting impression 
Uh, the, the crazy thing about that is it doesn't look as pretty in Facebook. You know, it looks it looks yep. pretty for me to show up with a big truck of food, take pictures yep. of it, and leave the food, yep. and then go home. Um, yep. But what we're planning on doing uh, may not look pretty on Facebook, but we're praying that it has a longer eternal reward, which is partnering with organizations. Uh, we, we, we met a school in the southern part of the island um, that is having their students come in a couple hours a day so they can actually talk to them emotionally about what their emotions are like. You know, hey, what, mm. is, what does it feel like? Talking to their parents. Uh, hey, you got, how can we keep your school, your, your child in, on course so they don't miss a whole school year because of these earthquakes, you know? Right. Uh, but constantly with that fear of what happens if we're here and the earthquake hits, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so for us, it's, it's that. It's, try, it's trying to find ways that we can have a longer lasting impact and partnering with, with organizations and, and other ministries that are there. I mean, we're, from where the earthquakes are, we're, we're two and a half hours away. You know, so it's yeah. it's not practical to say we're going to go down there every two hour every every two days to, to drop right. off water. But we, if we can partner with an organization that's doing it, we can help support them. We can help lift them up. We can help their teams. Uh, maybe we can go we, we can go and spend a day with them uh, and love on them, pray with them, um, and, and connect people to maybe even some of the local churches that are there. You know, uh, and, and not make this about us, but you know. Let go the, the the logos and the egos, you know, uh, yeah. so that we can, so that we can uh, make an impact together for His kingdom. Man, I, I love that so much. The difference between relief and restoration, and again, that really is why the church is the hope of the world because we can offer not just one, but we can offer both because the hope is Jesus. So, and I love, that. and yeah. I love, also love your passion for for soul winning churches. I mean, that yeah. that's one of the reasons why you're you're planting. But talk to us about this passion and how you plan on making soul winning. I mean, the primary focus in in the church moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's that. We're an extension of Jesus, you know what I mean. And Jesus's greatest desire is to see people with Him in heaven, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, God isn't worried about us that are that are we're good, you know. Uh, sometimes we, we we make our services so much about those that are already here. Are you enjoying it? Do you like the color of the carpet? Do you, do you like these yeah. chairs? That we're yeah. not thinking about the person who's coming from the outside. Are they going to like this chair? Are are, are they going to like what what our building looks like? Are they going to feel comfortable? You know, we're wait, We're worried about you know certain families or certain people in a church. Are they comfortable? Are they okay? Do they have a nice seat? You, you know what I mean. And yeah. for me, it's like, look, I, t- I tell my team, if you need to lose your seat for someone who comes off the street, do it. You know what I mean? Get up, mm. have fun. You know, sit, stand in the back. Don't worry about it. This is your house. You know what I mean? Um, so, so for us is to make sure that we have an environment for people to be able to come in and know God. You know, so our Sunday services are one hundred percent geared to the person who, who has never met Jesus. But we also know that the person who really knows God is really going to enjoy the service anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, and, it's, and it's crazy for us. One of the things that we want to do is we want to empower our team to bring people. And one of the ways that you empower people to bring people is give is to offer an excellent experience. You know, yeah. you don't want to invite somebody to come to a cert, to to a restaurant that you didn't eat good at. You know, if you go yeah. to a restaurant and the food was bad and 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 it, and it tasted good and and it was smelly and the roof was leaking, uh, you're not going to go to your friend and say, "Hey, man, you should you should really come to this restaurant. It was really horrible." You know, no. But you go to a place. Yeah. <laughs> you go to a place that the food was great, the service was excellent. You're going to tell your friend, "Hey, you not you need to come. You need to check this out." And, and when you the crazy thing is, then when you, if you go with your friends to that restaurant, you sit with them, you sit, you're going to the whole time you're like, "Did I tell you? It was good. It's good, right? It's good. It's yeah, good." Yeah, yeah. You know. So that's going to be the same. That's the same environment that we want to provide, so that people can invite their friends. And when they invite their friends, 
they'll be like, wow. And, and, and we, we tell we, we tell our team, look, if you, you invite a friend, you know, you get the opportunities that when I make that altar call and I say, hey, every every eye closed, every head bowed, you know, feel free to keep one eye open and look at your friend. When that hand goes up, you celebrate inside and yeah, don't say absolutely. nothing. Don't don't go crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but enjoy that moment because it's because of you bringing them in. You know, so we try to create that environment so that I mean, we, we have people asking us on social media, uh, what kind of church are you guys? Because you guys look different. You know, we, <laughs> we, we do. We, 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 we intentionally do. We intentionally yeah. want to make uh, uh, people feel comfortable and feel welcome. You know, so so we go completely out of our way to do things that just to welcome people. You know, we have uh, free coffee, free water, mints. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's just things that are like, oh, that's simple. No, you know. We all like to be treated, uh, you know, with, yeah. with love. We all have that that esteem need, you know, um, yeah. you know, and and for for us to be able to take care of their people's kids, you know. So so we ha- so so our primary mode to evangelize is is the church, you know, uh, the, the the local church is the hope of the world, you know. Yeah. Um, so to be able to have people uh, come in here and get to know God, we want to remove every barrier from that, you know. Um, and so, so that's, that's, that's like our primary way that we want to, to get people to, to know God. And we also want to equip our teams to evangelize, you know, um, and evangelism is such a scary word for some people. Uh, but, but I mean, evangelizing is simple. I mean, tell somebody about Jesus, you know what I mean? Yeah. Invite yeah. somebody to your small group, invite somebody to, to, to church and, and it, it, you, you don't have to be the preacher, you know, come here. Don't worry. I'll preach. I promise I'll preach on Sunday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just know how to, to be able to, um, to, to love on people and evangelize in a way that it, it's just telling people about your life, tell them your testimony, tell them what God has done in your life, you know? Um, so equipping them to be able to do that is, is a huge part of how we want to so let people good. know Jesus. So good, man. This has been so awesome. I so appreciate uh, your time. So excited for you. Yeah. That, yeah it's, man. Uh, and excited to see what God's going to be doing in the future. Man, is there anything that I should have asked and, and haven't? Uh, yeah, man, you should ask me what's the temperature today. Yeah, no, no, we're gonna leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that one alone. It's it's well, it's actually a pretty nice day here, so I'm not too bad. But yeah, it's not yeah. like where you're at. <laughs> uh, 75 degrees and a cool breeze. You know, yeah. Uh, beach waves are beautiful today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, God loves you more same. than me. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. so uh, man, yeah. So, 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 one question is: How can people, um, you know, how can people know more about what God is doing in Puerto Rico? Um, yeah. You know, and 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 for that is is the world that we live in is smaller than we think, um, yes. and and the beauty of it is days like today. You know, people that can hear this, and, and maybe you don't know anything about Puerto Rico. You know, but Puerto Rico is a uh, Commonwealth of the United States, um, and. Uh, and it's part of the, part of the United States, but it's only it's, it's warm and it has great food. What else do you need it's, to know? Yeah, exactly. It's warm and it has great food. <laughs> you know, you can spend the American dollar here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it also, I mean, it also has has so so much great need and so much opportunity um, yeah. to be a, to be a huge life. Puerto Rico is literally located between North America and South America. Most of the people on the island are bilingual. You know, uh, so we have such a huge importance and 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 and. and I mean, like I said, there's 3.5 million Puerto Ricans on the island. That's not yeah. to count how many Puerto Ricans have migrated literally throughout the world and are making impacts uh, throughout the world because of, of their, their ability, their gifting, and, and just the, the joy that God puts in their hearts, you know. Um, so 
Puerto Rico is an amazing place to visit. So even even with everything going on, all all, all their uh, scares of earthquakes and all that. You know, that that doesn't hold God back from doing amazing things. And the same thing is true for wherever people are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So where can, where can our listeners connect with you online? Uh, I know you're on Instagram and other places. Where, yeah. where can people connect with you online? Absolutely. Uh, Instagram, uh, at Pastor Juan Rodriguez, which is amazing that was available because Juan Rodriguez is like the John Smith, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, at Pastor Juan Rodriguez on Instagram. Uh, you, you follow the church, uh, Arise Church official, um, and uh, and also uh, check us out on our website, ArisePuertoRico.com, ArisePuertoRico.com, and there from there you can link onto all our social medias. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for this, man. This, I'm so excited for you. So much insight that you've given us. Really appreciate you, and really appreciate this time. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you for for what you're doing for the kingdom and bringing this 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 trop this topic up. You know, because we need to hear this. You know, the world needs Jesus, and uh, yeah. we need to get after it. All right, man. Appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, brother. Take it easy. What a great conversation with Pastor Juan. What 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 stood out to you, Tim? There's so many things in that episode, but when he said, um, you know, don't let your inadequacy inadequacy limit you from the call of God on your life. So many times we look at our faults and failures, what we don't have, uh, not recognizing the things God's already placed in us. It's so true. I mean, I I don't know. I I think that's not a new problem for us as humans. We see all throughout the Bible, (laughs) you know, characters everywhere that listed for God. Moses did, Gideon did, you know, Daniel, they all did, Joseph Mm -hmm. did listed for God why they were the wrong choice or why God couldn't use them. But we often forget that God's pretty big. Yeah. He, he can. It's kind of figured he, out. In the Bible, he made a donkey talk. So, right. hey, he can, he can use a donkey. He can probably use us, <laughs> I think. But yeah, we, a lot of times we focus on what uh, we lack and, and yet God takes our weaknesses, what Paul says, takes our weaknesses and turns them into a strength. Such a great, great so awesome. reminder. And this another we have another great episode next week. And we encourage all of you to participate in these conversations. We don't want you just to to watch or to listen to these podcasts without participating. We want to hear from you totally. and what you're going through and your church and continue the conversation. So you can join us uh, on social media. You can join us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, where else are we? We're, yeah. Just hit our webpage, gocast.ca as well. Webpage. And that, and next week we have a great conversation with Pastor Justin Beasley, who is the pastor of Hope City Church in Fredericton. And a great conversation. Here's a little snippet from next week's talk. I guess our greatest strategy would be this, is just we're a church that is a a church that brings people. We'll use the phrase all the time, be a bringer. So, you know, the Alpha Core is different. Like, if you don't have a church that's bringing, yeah, then then it doesn't matter sort of what you're doing. Uh, also, we we just decided when when I stepped into leadership, I I heard it said one time that that our every day is someone's one day. Mm. And so my church knows, like, if I invite someone, like, we we treat this. Yeah, we get together every weekend. We're we're always doing this. But someone someone this weekend. Someone's husband, someone's kid, someone's, you know, parent that they've been praying for. They, they said this weekend, hey, I'll go this one time. Yeah. And, and so just as a church and as a strategy or what? Yeah, I guess it is. We, we just have decided that, no, every time we're together, 
every time we're together, we're, we're going to give people an opportunity to accept Christ and, and we're going to be missional. Like, yeah, we're worshiping, we're doing our thing, but, but we're going to give people an opportunity. And, and so it has to be, well, I'll say it like this, actually, it's more than strategy, it's culture. All right, that's going to be so good. Our conversation with Pastor Justin Beasley. Join us next week at the same time, same place. Also, a reminder to you, season two is coming March 1st. We're so excited for season two. We're going to be having conversations post-COVID and what the church is going to look like post-COVID. You're not going to want to miss that. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of GoCast. We hope you feel inspired and better equipped to take your community for Christ. Make sure to subscribe to receive each new episode as it's released. Let's go and break the stat together.